Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the Gene Tea Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here is a performer. And Dr. Tom is a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on... Canada's Drag Race versus the world. The finale. Lee, 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 Lee. <laughs> uh, so let's raise a glass. And start spilling. The GNT. Podcast. Clank. Clank, everyone. We hope that you uh, enjoyed the extra fix that we're paid for. Yeah. Yes. That echo. Yes. Yeah, that, that echo. Out of our own pockets because yeah. we're not sponsored. Come here. Yeah. Yes. We come from money. <laughs> we don't need sponsors. Do we? Do we come <laughs> no, from we money? Don't. We do not. <laughs> we come no. from the Upper East Side. Everyone, um, it is Christmas Eve. In it the is. early morning, mm. we a podcast. We've gotten up. We set up the alarm to get us up early to podcast. We press any spoilers several times. Yeah, to, to give you something, to give you yeah. our gift. But we are unspoiled, which is great. Yeah, we always exactly. are though. We're pretty good. Always turn off Instagram notifications. Yeah, I never know who the winner is or what's happening. No, I, I don't. No. So, um, you know what we do here? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows us. Everyone knows how this podcast is run. It is like Roscoe's in the sense that <laughs> we watch it live and then we give our opinion live. We're up there with Roscoe's, really, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roscoe, who? Yeah, we yeah. we are. We are the <laughs> we are the the, the podcast. Of the, the Roscoe world. Roscoe's really is becoming, though, the kind of place where the tea is spilt. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, the, the girls, I think, they remember they're under contract and there's only so much they can reveal, but they drop some hints at Roscoe's. It's worth looking at those collect packages on YouTube if you want a bit of extra tea. Yeah. Mm. So what are your thoughts on the season? Oh, oh, let's just talk in general. On, season overall. Yeah. What are our thoughts? I think, okay. What, so, are, what are moments they really throw themselves out at us? I guess, okay, I guess two, like, big th- themes have emerged for me, and they're mostly, for me, personally, renewed appreciation for Silky. I think it's been a really fantastic season for her, and really getting to see Victoria for the first time properly, which has been wonderful as well. Um, that's not to diminish what the other queens have done, but they have just been the main characters for me in what is a very brief season i will say like i i do enjoy international queens coming together and seeing them interact whereas i wouldn't get a chance to see this any other time but it, it does feel rushed it does it's hard to gain a sense of momentum i i hear what you say about it being quite rushed mm-hmm. and quite like thrown together mm-hmm. um the I guess what's worked in their favour is that it isn't these girls' first time, with the exception of Victoria Scorn. It's not their first time so at the rodeo. A, they know what to do. They know how to give it. They know how to, even with the budget, you know. Yes. They know exactly what budget, how to. Dear. Yeah. They know how to create <laughs> a great show. Yeah, they do. As they're opposed to, let's say, for example, UK season three, uh-huh. where they've given first timers the same treatment in terms of it was really rushed. Yeah. And they don't know what to do they're learning on the go yeah and i guess you saw the real kind of pros if you like exactly rise to the top didn't that's you? it that's it um i do think it's a fab cast i mean people may recall we had our um what what's our thoughts about the cast because it seems so there were so many unusual elements you know a winner coming back for a in inverted commas non-winners all-stars um Silky and Raja seeing them so soon and I guess not knowing what to expect from from Victoria. But it has been a really fab cast. I have really enjoyed them. Um, what moments have stood out for you? Uh, let's see. Kindle going home early. Did not like, did no, not enjoy. I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of that. No. Um, <laughs> I was hoping there'd be a comeback queen situation yeah, for I, 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 that, I disagree with that. Uh, and I, I guess I was a little... Um, shooketh mm-hmm. at oh. the uh, Anita Wiglet journey because yeah. I think there was a lot of expectation from those who know her from Drag Race Down Under mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for her to do so well. Yeah, and you know, and unfortunately, I just don't feel like that she delivered. But at the same time, I do feel like there are some placements that she was in that I didn't agree with, like a being lot. in the bottom in the yeah. first. We like. Again, it's so interesting, what, you know, when we have done our review and then you see comments online and stuff like we really enjoyed the camp of Rita, Anita and Vicky's group. And we, we really enjoyed them and placed them basically high safe. But 
other people didn't seem to gel with that so much. I, I think I think the issue that I have is that once an opinion is given, especially on the panel, yeah, it seems to be echoed by all the everyone Fully that watches agree. it, which is why our podcast we like to mm-hmm. give our opinion before seeing anyone's judgments before hearing what other people say because then i don't want to be someone who echoes other people's opinions yeah and i want to say this i remember always got his finger up i remember yeah, i'm doing a silky <laughs> i'm doing a girl i'm doing a silky you're not doing a victoria with two or three though no, no. <laughs> um i remember brooklyn saying to Anita in the first week mm-hmm. that, oh, whenever I think Anita, you've got that face, you know, mm-hmm. that that the Anita face. You that, know, that delightful that, yeah. grin. A, first of all, this is week one. Mm-hmm. You say that in week four or five, mama, uh-huh. okay, when it's <laughs> becoming repetitive or you're not seeing variation. But this is week one. Girl, you don't even know me like that. <laughs> Seriously. Second of all, second of all, if you want to talk about repetition, mm-hmm. and this is not to read anyone, but if it's just as an example, read a beggar. There's a lot of the time there's the same comedic character mm-hmm. characterizations with her face um, throughout throughout but, season one and throughout the show, which we do enjoy. Which but you're we highlighting en- the inconsistency, yeah, exactly. the judging. Yeah. So I'm like. I'm like, why would you? Why would you? Why would you do that? Why would you say that? Why would you actually take away something that I think Anita really? That, that's kind of a big part of her drag is that kind of character, that persona. She's like, so de- I think they were just trying delightfully to, optimistic exactly. and sunshiny. So I think they were just really. That was such a for me. Maybe that was a big hit straight away. Oh, you don't like my drag because that that's kind of it's you don't very like me. that. Yeah, maybe something similar to what like Ginny Lemon felt early on. You know, when her improv skills were criticised or yeah. just not appreciated. Deluge, deluge, deluge. Hello, what's your name? <laughs> um, just to come back to like when uh, the internet becomes an echo chamber. I th- I think that's entirely right. Great example of that is Violet Chachki saying on the pit stop. Oh, I don't like copies of um catwalk items when we know willow pill wore the the chanel chain dress and she got the name wrong she called it versace when it was chanel when i posted willow pill everybody's like "Eh, it's a versace ripoff it's like a it's not a ripoff it's a tribute which i enjoy and b it's not flipping versace it's chanel people regurgitate opinions that they hear and c Violet did the same thing her season. Absolutely, she wore Dior. Yeah. She wore McQueen. Um, so she put her own little twist on them, but the references were there. Yeah, um, she she, so she also put, made a hypocritical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she needs to remember her routine. Part of the appeal of Violet, though, is that she's quite mercurial and opinionated, and that's what she does, and that's why we enjoy her. But yeah, you know, let's 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 be consistent, as you say. What are the chances? that production is going to play a big part in choosing the winner. Now, I say <laughs> this because or? for Roscoe, and, and some of the Roscoe's clips that I have seen, mm-hmm. quite quite recently, Raja and Isis have, yeah. been, have been a little open about the favouritism towards the Canadian queens. Now, Raja didn't imply who it was towards, but Isis was quite a lot more specific, actually. You know, she said... Production said to her, "We need a Canadian queen in the finale," and that put added pressure on her and badly affected her mental health. I might have not heard everything because I can see you looking puzzled. I thought Raja just said that she called out some favoritism, but didn't say who, who, or which group of queens it was directed towards. I think it was implied there was the Canadians. Yeah, implied yeah. but not not explicit. Yeah, yeah. But I think one thing to bear in mind as well is that. Um, we have heard a few times that there are very specific rules in Canadian broadcasting about um, Canadian representation on Canadian shows when you've got an international setup like this. The reason, like, remember in UK versus the world, there were three UK queens and we're seeing four on Canada versus the world because um, the, the cast has to be over 50%. So including the panel, I guess, panel, the panel and the cast of queens, mm-hmm. it's over 50% Canadian. Yep. Um, so... Um, Maybe that has to carry through to the finale in some way or something. Uh, I don't know. But there are, like, as well with the lip sync songs, I love being introduced to more and more Canadian music. But part of the reason that it's Canadian artists is because it has to be because they're broadcasting laws. Okay. But yeah. I'm, I think that it's a really good idea that they use 
Canadian artist. Me too. I wish. I love it. I wish all the international, well, most international iterations do. Although I guess down under, I'd love to see more like Kiwi oh, oh, and Aussie God, artists I would represented. Love it. Yeah, I would love it. Yeah. Oh, oh you would. Mini. Oh, there are mini. Oh, 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 girl. Oh, I can't say that girl. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's have a look at track record. Hmm. Victoria, if we look at the track record, the winner this season is Victoria Scorn. Yeah, really quite easily. She's got one win and she's been in the top three times. Yes. Never been in the bottom. No, she's never been up for elimination. Elimination Lopez. Is Silky next? I think so, because Silky's got a win. She's been in the top twice. And she's been been in the the bottom bottom twice. Is it twice? Wasn't she at the bottom last week? She was, yeah. And the week before? Oh, you are right, yeah. But she's still the... the, mm, Well, maybe Rita's next then, actually, because Rita's had a top, a win. And a bottom. And one bottom. Yep. So actually it is Rita next and then Silky, I think. Raja's had one top and one bottom. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah? Something like that. The thing is, yeah, I'd have to double check that by looking on the Wikipedia page, but that spoiled the winner for me. (laughs) No, no, we we won't do that. No, we won't do that. We won't do that. We won't. Yeah, so for me, if we're looking at track record, mm-hmm. we can say congrats to Victoria Scone. But now we know the Mexican Challenge being announced. The grand finale is a throwdown. Mm-hmm. On, um, it's an ultimate lip sync smackdown for the crown. Right. When, when have we seen that before? Well, we've seen it on UK versus the world and uh, All Stars 7 most yeah. recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it's a standard in the conventional, or has been for some time in the conventional US season as well. Yeah. You know, but the format is just slightly different here. So, based on this finale decider, mm-hmm. who's going to win? Well, we've talked about this, haven't we? I, I just think the smart money in a lip sync scenario here um, goes to Silky. Or possibly Raja, um, because Silky's got that amazing run from All Stars Six. Um, I, we said the other week, you know that you know, oh, she's had the most opportunities to lip sync, but she created those opportunities by winning, if you ask me. Um, and Raja, we just know, is a fierce lip sync performer. You know, we always reference that one where she sent Mercedes Man Diamond home to the James Brown song in like two seconds flat. Yeah. What do you think? I think that out of these four, the the comp- the competitors would be between Raja, Silky, and Victoria Scone. Victoria has proven yeah. she's a fab lip Victoria Scone is, I mean, she's good. Although she, Rita, she's very good. Rita pulled it out of the bagger, so to speak, last week. She did. She, she yeah. absolutely did. Mm. But um, the way that Victoria is such a... She's a very good performer. Mm-hmm. The lip sync that she did one, she was great. She was. And then yeah. also her runways, she she does it. She's all she transforms. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like she she transforms into her costume yep. and elevates her runway. She really does. She knows how to move her body. I am intrigued by Victoria's gone, and I, you know what? I do want to see more. And I think mm. Rita again is kind of the wild card because we haven't seen her lip sync through her through her, through a season, haven't we? Rita. Sorry, um, Victoria Scone is, is, That's is right. kind of well, the we wild once, card. Unfortunately, she injured herself. Yeah. So for me, I would place my money on Raja. Or I'll place, yeah, I think I'll place my money on Raja. Because if, go on, go if on. mama, because Silky is great. She is, she, you know, you mm. are okay. She did create these opportunities. I'm not saying that there was a reliance on props because I but think that was a theme at the I time. Think, I know it was. I think that um, there, I think I think there was very clever. It was incredibly smart. It was very. It was very smart. I think the props kind of won her the lip sync against Jan. I'll be very honest. Was that with the guitar? Yeah. <laughs> I think Jan would have won that if the props didn't come out. Mm-hmm. No, I, I remember okay. that very clearly, okay. Tom. All right. I remember it very. Uh, I remember these things, Tom. I remember. <laughs> okay, I remember these. I things. listen very carefully, and yeah. I remember these things. So, uh, uh, 
I, I wonder how it will go now. Can they all create it? Because then if they all have the chance to bring whatever they can to the table, mm-hmm. then it's going to be a, a lovely fight. Silky had basically Mary Poppins' bag. Yeah. She brought that on stage. Oh, she week. had Hermione's bag. <laughs> she had Hermione's bag from from the the, the final the, the final uh, book. Yeah. Um, you know, with the secret enchantment where, mm-hmm. um, she, you know, it, it's you open the bag and everything can fit inside there. Wonderful. I think it was illegal. Yeah. Oh no. She had to Hermione. Get, like, yeah. <gasps> I never expected that, that from Hermione. Mm. Mm, I mean, maybe to Hermione, but yeah, <laughs> my money. Look, sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm waffling now. You've I'm digressed. waffling. I'm waffling. Um, my money's on Raja, but I don't know how that would work overall because Raja doesn't ever win. Yeah, and also, you know, we have seen like All Star Seven being a prime example. They they really do pick and choose when the lip sync counts and when the track record counts. Oh yeah, Jinx won All Star Seven, you know, deservedly not to diminish her title, but that was based on her track record because Monet slayed the final lip sync. Oh, absolutely, part. yeah, Ab- absolutely. And um, let's not forget Naomi Small's story. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, you know, everyone knows Naomi Small's mm-hmm. story about. How they had to choose the lip sync song in yeah. All Stars. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they get the pit crew to come out, and then they're like, "Which box do you mm-hmm. choose?" And then Naomi said, "When she was backstage, yeah, they all had the same song underneath yeah. them. Adrenaline so, was in the, every box. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter which one you choose. The producers have already chosen the song for each person to lip sync to. Yeah. Done." Absolutely. So yeah, the dice is always loaded in favor of what production want in Drag Race. I think nine times out of ten, the surprises are planned. The, oh, uh, completely. Especially if it makes sense from a production point yeah. of view. Like the other thing is like the lip sync assassins matching up suspiciously well because of relationships, you know. There it is. There mm. it is. Okay. So then we got the lip syncs. That's what I think. I- in my mind, we're saying bye to Rita, which is kind of weird because I think they want to. Uh, I want to see how this plays out. I, 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 I wanna... also just the other thing I want to say is I've, I've I've paid attention to likes on the hashtags on Instagram this week. Um, Raja actually has the most support. Oh, with Victoria fairly close behind, then Silky, then Rita. I'm wow. going to just t- take a moment to say that um, there's something about the way that Rita's treated by the fan base that makes me uncomfortable and um, I don't like. Talk, talk I, to me about that. Th- there's, she seems to be held accountable for the judge's favoritism from season one. Um, and I think people are mean to her. I think she's put in some lovely performances this season that we've recognised but people just don't give her any credit. They're so quick to say rigged. She fully deserved to be in the top two last week and she won the lip sync against Victoria. Yep. She did. Um, and people are very quick to say rigged, rigged. Um, I think people just need to cut her some slack because apparently she's um, been turning down some press opportunities as well. Um, I think probably just because she doesn't want to be drawn into more backlash. And I feel really bad. Having said that, I'm also aware that uh, Rita has her own really flourishing career in Quebec and she she doesn't need this. She doesn't need this this crap, basically. She's got her own thing going on. She's fine. You know what? I think none of the drag queens need, need No, but drama. I mean, what I mean to say is that I think um, we as uh, Anglophones and Westerners uh, probably aren't aware of just how big she is in Quebec. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think, I think producers, I think people on the panel need to be very aware on how, how they judge and and what they do can, how that can affect the Queens. Definitely. We say it quite regularly when the judges show favoritism um, and the Queens end up suffering. It's far better to be a queen who's done her best and goes home when she should go home. I'm not saying this is Rita. I'm saying in general. Um, than to be pushed and to get that backlash from the fan base. Being on Drag Race for a few extra episodes is not worth it. It isn't? No. It isn't. Give me some names. Georges. I was literally yeah. just thinking that. It's not, the way she was treated was not fair to her because 
she was a fab lip syncer and so gorgeous and had some lovely runways. But she wasn't a natural in comedy challenges, and there were a lot of them. And pushing her further and further did not help her um, popularity with the fan base. Do you know what the biggest one for me was with Georgia's, who I love? Mm. Is that she was she was sent home in a lip sync. Jasmine mm-hmm. sent her home yeah. in that first lip sync. That whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, that one that was really good. Jasmine though. won. Mm-hmm. Jasmine won hands down. And for yeah. me, it was a clear. There was a clear winner, mm-hmm. and it was a oh, Chantay, you both stay. Yeah, and she she saved Georgia. So it was just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It does. It does the Queen's no another favors. one. Scarlet Harlot. On season three oh, of UK. God. The most egregious example being, you know, the Snatch Game with the Home Alone thing. And just, again, not Scarlett's fault at all. She was very smart. She did what Rue told her to do. Rue was like, why don't you be Kevin from Home Alone? You look like Macaulay Culkin. She did it. Um, she's very repetitive, bless her. Um, Rue laughed every single time. So why wouldn't she repeat the joke? And then, you know, she suffered a fan backlash. And I remember her not being on social media for a while and stuff. It's just very unfair to the queens. Mm. Yeah. So, um, judges listening. Yeah. Um, take Brooke, notes, please. Brooklyn. Please. Yeah, please thank take you. Note. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Brad Goreski. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who's the other one? Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. Just everyone. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go look at the lip syncs and then we're going to look at the final coronation eleganza. Yes. And then we're going to give you our final thoughts. Oh, and Tracy, then we're going to see who the winner for Canada versus the world is. Yes. Okay. Category is eleganza, fin- extravaganza, coronation. Coronation finale, extravaganza. Yeah, squared. Um, so what we're going to do is the queens have all returned. And I think it is a beautiful thing that they've allowed them to bring in their finale costume. Or a costume. It may not be the finale, but... They've- Usually it is, though. Yeah. Usually the queens, like, you know, when they have this opportunity, they're showcasing what they would have worn to the finale. Yeah. So it's a nice reunion moment. I love so, it. So um, I'm gonna, I'll let you discuss everyone's look. You're so kind to At the time, okay? Thank you. But don't waffle. Okay. Succinct. Okay. To the point. <laughs> Police. Okay. 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 Now we're starting off with Kendall Jinder. Let's go. So she's in this gorgeous hot pink like Scorpio flame bodice. And I know for a fact um, that this has been made by Bunny B. Fly, who is a Drag Race Thailand uh, competitor. I don't know for oh. a fact, but I know from looking at it, it's very much like her work. Um, she makes um, re- she made Rita's um, son look from the, the first episode. Okay. Uh, and uh, Jan's uh, promo look for All Stars 6. This is very in keeping with the start. I think this is fantastic. Oh, I really see this in Jan's promo look. Yeah. Absolutely. This, this is gorgeous and fantastic. And Kendall, I love... Kendall's really going for like a warrior queen thing this season, which I'm loving. And she looks like she's ready for some intergalactic battle. Stephanie Prince. Oh, this is so gorgeous. This is so in keeping with her style. Um, I love the traditional Filipina elements here. The tenor shoulder, the gorgeous headpiece, the virginal white, the intricacy of the fabric and on the bodice and the skirt. The, oh, she just looks, this is so good. This is exactly what I expect from Stephanie. It's gorgeous. It reminds me of like a Kerry Santiago piece. It's lovely. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. Really, I really love good. It. Lovely to see Anita back. And she looks really regal and elegant. Mint green is a real favorite of mine. This kind of like sea foamy color. Um, this dress looks expensive. It fits her beautifully. She's padded for the gods. I love a cape. I love a cape. What can I say? Um, the, the updo. Her makeup looks lovely. Oh, here's Isis. Lovely to see Isis back. Now, this, to me, is an Alexander McQueen reference. Um, It's one of the looks from the Horn of Plenty ready-to-wear collection from 2009. Very, very similar with the black feathers, the shoulders, the exaggerated hips. Has been referenced before a couple of times on Drag Race, but this is she is doing beautifully here. Yes, who, uh, it looks very familiar. Uh, Monet on All Stars 7, but also Mo Hart's Curves and Swerves look was actually, the shape of it was, was inspired by it. Oh, the brown cow stunning one yeah yeah oh i see yeah yes. isis has really made it her own though because she's got this face piece that reminds me of that drag queen um hungry um and the antennae just give it a whole different dimension very otherworldly very very ethereal very dark and i love it i mean isis was just letting everyone know uh-huh you're welcome you're welcome um here's your final treat guys yeah, yeah. Uh, you're welcome and you you now have a chance. Really good of her to come back, by the way. She didn't have to. That's true. You know, that given her. given the her reasoning for absolutely you know, exiting the show. So I think that was really kind uh, and wonderful of her. 
Uh, Vanity looks really lovely. I love this color on her, this like azure blue. Um, she is wearing, it's kind of like a column dress with an asymmetrical ruffle shoulder. There's a bit of a overskirt, uh, different textures, lots of stoning. She looks really pretty. And now we have our final four. Silky looks like a million dollars. I love that. That hair art, What? how is that staying vertical? How is it staying on her head? That, I mean, that yeah. is magic. That is a hair loaf on loaf on loaf. Well, do you know what it reminds me of? Her original, was it the promo look where she had hair balls? Yes. And it's like she stacked them all on top of her head. So I wonder if ah. it's a clever reference to that. Um, the dress itself to me. She's very excited. <laughs> yes. That's it, how she got it to stay up, Tom. Do you know what it reminds me of? And I think, I reckon this is the reference. Um, a, a Black Marge Simpson? There's there's that, but the dress itself is very reminiscent of a Mackie dress that Cher wore with like a, a, a skirt and a crossover top. So I think they were separates in Cher's case, but Silky's done like a kind of panelling in the middle to create the illusion of separates. And the cape, uh, I love a cape, I love a cape. Um, this is a beautiful look. And the second time she's worn this canary yellow colour that suits her beautifully. Raja O'Hara walks out in her signature aubergine um, colour. Um, oh, she, that walk. She's a model. What oh, can that I say? walk, Raja. I love this sumptuous satin that she's draped herself in. Another cape, trend alert capes. Um, this uh, lovely bodice that cinches her. And she loves a pant, doesn't she? She's the queen. I think she needs to be branded the queen of pants. She's the queen of trousers because she wears them so well. So elegant, so regal. Love this. She's just very runway for me. She's a model. Like when she walked down and did the whole look to the left, then mm-hmm. they kept looking forward. That is just, that is so Naomi Campbell. Yeah. That is, you know, that is so shalom. That yes. is, these, these, that walk is everything. Yeah, she looked... Uh, she worked that runway. So Vicky comes out in this really fun, really camp, sort of crown jewels inspired um, dress. It's really, really interesting. Love the structure of it. This is her drag, you know, the crossover between fashion and camp. She really serves it every single time with this um, kind of crown skirt. Now, she wouldn't have known this because of the time it was filmed, but Bombay, did, coincidentally, uh, did something similar for her, what would have been her finale look on season three of Canada versus the, uh, Canada's Drag Race. For Bombay, however, it was a political statement about colonialism. But I think obviously <laughs> Vicky may be doing a similar statement, but she's representing the UK. This is crowning eleganza. She's really good with those punny. She's great with wordplay, isn't she, Vicky? And it often inspires her drag. And I, the, the hair and makeup was beautiful as well. Yeah. And I agree with you about... Um they have two different meanings for that crown yeah. look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like, you know, in my mind, I want it to mean Victoria saying, this is A, how you wear it, and I am proud. Yeah. I'm proud of taking your crown jewels, mama. <laughs> okay? They're ours now. And what you got to do? I'm joking. Let's not go yeah, I oh. took it. Yeah, and what? Yeah. I don't and think that's her yeah. Yes, I took it, Miss <laughs> Bombay. Yeah, I took your jewels. Yeah. No. And now I'm going to take your crown. I think it's more I of wanna... a camp cele- celebration of British iconography. I can't joke. No, you can't. <laughs> Silence. Uh, now, Rita looks like a million dollars as well. Um, this is a fantastic look on Rita. Absolutely. I think she's probably saved her best for last here. Um, there's so many interesting details here. The shoulders, the shape of the skirt. Again, it evokes a crown, doesn't it? It really does with the shapes. She's dripping in these silver chains and jewels. And that that quality reminds me of a look that Paris Hilton wore on the runway for the blondes. Um, but it's completely different twist, like... Um, she, she, Rita looks really, really good. I think this is so sumptuous and opulent. These are four lovely looks, four worthy queens for the for the crown. Yeah, just seeing them on stage now, lined up like that. I mean, this is this is a great top four, but now it's down to the lip sync. Really, so really great selection of looks here. I think the queens have really brought out some fantastic finale eleganza. Yeah. And it all comes into the lip sync. So um, let's see what they do. I'm excited. Lip sync number one is between Raja O'Hara 
and Victorious Gone. Gone to Nelly Furtado's Do It. And it reminded me how much I loved this. I, I played this album to death. Featuring Missy Elliott. Feet Missy Elliott, yeah. But Nelly Furtado's the Canadian, you see. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, there is a... Look, my question is this. For me, there's a clear one of the lip sync. Yeah. It, it was very clear. Yeah. And yeah. it was just... It made me smile how much Raja was just in her element in this lip sync. She's got this capability to really just like turn it on in a lip sync and just sell it, be entertaining, be captivating. Yeah. And she was uh, doing the thing. I mean, everyone, we have to remember, she's jazz trained. Oh, yeah. She's salsa trained. Two years of tap. Ballet trained. Three years of modern. Yeah, Modern. Yeah. Uh, Every single form of dance, you know, Mm -hmm. she's done it. Thank you. No, she was really good. <laughs> she was so good. She was good. full of energy, full of attitude, full of sass, kept with the vibe. That lovely visage of hers, just conveying charisma and just being magnetic. Just a lovely mover. Lovely mover. If, why, if you can't do the splits, don't do it. That's, my, that's what I say Speaking to of being able to do the splits, though, Victoria <laughs> did a fabulous split. Yeah. Um, Vicky was fab here. And, like, my heart's kind of breaking a little bit because I can see the writing on the wall that, Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, no, I can, I can see it. I can see it. But, Vic- but Victoria is my girl. She's got an amazing track record, but I don't think she won this lip sync. Well, neither the Jinx Monsoon. Jinx did not win that final lip sync against Monet Exchange. Th- but her track true. record kept her in. Now, my question is, do you think do you think Victoria Scone's track record is going to grant her um, this kind of pass in this in this case i don't think it will and i hate to do this but part of that is based on the camera work because i just it wasn't lingering on victoria you're right you're right um i adore victoria she's been an amazing competitor all season so the way this has worked out kind of makes me sad because i at least wanted to see her in the top two however i'm not taking anything away from raja raja killed this lip sync and she's a phenomenal performer yeah raja won this lip sync i do have to give it to her but it leaves me quite torn (laughs) okay well let's see raja won raja won and i'm so happy for raja but i'm also so sad to see victoria's run on the show come to an end considering She's been amazing all season and has such a fantastic track record. Also, she made a proposal. She proposed. She made a proposal, which was so, so beautiful. And the tribute to her girlfriend, possibly now fiance, well, yeah, at the time I'm, of airing. I'm, we'll find out later when we check social media. Uh, well, when Victoria gets in touch with us. Yeah, you know. yeah. I'll just um, text her. You keep talking. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just, drop um, her a message. Yeah. Um, no, but that was really, really beautiful. However, Brooklyn made a grievous error saying that it was the first proposal in Drag Race history, which we know not to be the truth. Yeah. Who? Uh, Jocelyn Fork. Keep it foxy. Wah, wah. From season six. Yeah. There was actually a marriage in the finale, wasn't there? That's correct. Um, however, this is so, so beautiful. Um love this for victoria and her r- lovely girlfriend like I, I love the tribute to her how she's her greatest support and stuff yeah gorgeous i love that the next lip sync rita bagger versus silky nutmeg now even before the lip sync started i said to tom tom what's what's the bit that she has a reveal and i said that's a not very nice garment and it looks ill-fitting so i suspect yes it's a reveal. You're like, oh, whether it's a reveal or not, she better take that she crap. Better take it she off. better take that ugly jacket off, is what Tom <laughs> she said. Burn it. Yeah. Um, thankfully, what was underneath Turn was actually burn a lot it. nicer. Like the actual um, sort of lingerie dance set underneath was really nice. She looked yeah. great in it. Now, let's look at the lip sync. For me, I don't know. Uh, this For me, I'm a bit like, I don't know who, who won. It's not as clear cut as no. the first. And I'll tell you why. So he was more dynamic mm-hmm. and she had a lovely moment that I really enjoyed. But Silk, but um, Rita had this, this something about her, her, her feel and her soul, mm. the way that she sung and lip synced sometimes. It was just really honest to the music and yeah. to the song. And I, I felt like she captured a part of the song that was the intention I of felt the like music. I like knew this song and performed it before. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. Silky's was more entertaining to me in terms of how dynamic it was and yeah. entertaining it was. But Rita's for me was a bit more truer. Yeah. I, I personally, I think it was a really hard fought battle. 
for me, I would give it to Silky, but Rita put up an amazing fight. She put in a great performance. The show's called Canada Virtue the World. The finale cannot be um, the Americans taking well, over. We'll see. We'll see if Do all the stuff about favoritism and pushes plays out. I, To be honest, I, I wouldn't be too mad about this going either way. However, I'm also seeing Silky with it. No, these, these, these two girls have similar track records, actually. Um, so that can't really come into it. However, I, I agree with you that Silky's performance is overall more dynamic and I would give it to her, but Rita did really well too. I'm I'm still conflicted. I'm still conflicted because I, I did like some of what I saw Rita do. We're in this freeze frame, by the way, and they're clearly about to hug, but it looks like Rita's about to try Strangle. and throttle <laughs> Silky. I... <laughs> I'm sure she's uh, not. I'm sure she's not. I'm sure it's affectionate. Look, because they both did a great job, um, I'm going to say Rita and you're going to say Silky. That way, they're both winners in our oh, eyes. Oh, you're ever the you diplomat, know? aren't you? Yeah, we'll, we'll go over that. <laughs> the winner is Silky. The winner is, as I pre-ducted, yeah. um, a gorgeous, lovely Silky in the finale with her sister, Raja. These queens who've history has been intertwined since season 11 and they're being judged by their season 11 sister mm. brooklyn this is pretty poetic these queens have such a lovely relationship which is touched on quite a lot in the um kind of uh little interviews with monet who we've not mentioned by the way monet's here by the way lovely monet um and on the runway and stuff they've got a gorgeous relationship especially in with respect of like Silky having felt, well, not felt, she was abused by the fan base and felt so awful and thought about quitting drag and Raja lifted her up. And that was such a lovely thing to hear about. And what I really loved actually on the runway was Raja talking about how when she saw herself back on season 11, she kind of like used it as an opportunity for growth and feedback and just like thought, okay, okay, maybe I can take a couple of lessons from this. She was so, so cool the way she wasn't like, it was the edit, it was the edit, blah, 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 which often it is the edit. I'm not discrediting other queens who do say that. But Raj was like, okay, there's a thing or two I can learn about myself here. And I'm so glad I did because I'm really, really showcasing myself to the best of my ability now. So wonderful stories. The history's forever intertwined. And it comes down to this. First of all, I... You know, I, I also loved Raja in season 11. I did too. I she lo- had so much attitude. She, she had fun. She was the, a great talking head. Yeah. So much sass, mm-hmm. an abundance of flavor. <laughs> and she was like, uh, an, an ugly girl can never come for a pretty girl. Uh, you who just crawl out of the sewers. Remember oh, no. what she said about? She said I, that, you know, I like, think first she- of all, you smell. <laughs> She looked back on it she, and saw that she went a little far at times, but I'm not going to sit here and like judge I a drag I loved them. I'm not going to sit here and judge a drag queen for being a drag queen. I loved it. And oh God. And when, when Plastique Tiara. Instigated by Akira Chanel. Let's right. not forget. By Akira. But when Akira she got Chanel there. She, she, oh God. The, she was ready. She was ready to battle. Raja was wound up. Like a wind-up toy and sent in the direction Shoot, of battle. And, and, that's it. Yeah. Tick, 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 yeah, tick, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's Blizzard Tiara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was going to use her hair, that corn hair. She was going to use oh, it. That she was, was going to use it a, like Sandel. Um, absolutely. She, got, she was... I I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved everything about <laughs> her. Plastic bore the brunt of that, didn't she? And it wasn't really about her. No. She but handled it with grace, though. Just just looking at these two, we've got Silky Nutmeg and Raja. You know, you're right. Two sisters going um, head to head. Mm-hmm. It's There's something beautiful about the their journey. I mean, let's see where they came from. Season mm-hmm. 11. They yeah. were both the villains. Silky was an interesting case because she was really... Villainized by the fan base, not by the show. But also by the show towards the end of the run. In the beginning, she was very much like pushed as a protagonist, I think. Her, they they really messed up her edit and gave her a very confusing portrayal. Uh, Raja, though, was villainized, like no no two ways about it. And I think, I think really, in terms of that season 11 is a real low point for the show in terms of vil- villainizing black queens. It was, there was just... They already knew at that point. They'd seen what had happened to Tara Sanchez and other queens. And they, they already knew the effects of absolutely. doing that. So they should not have done it at all. Do you know what I think that they thought, though? They thought, well, 
we're giving another black queen a good edit. We're giving Evie Oddly a yeah. good edit. So we're allowed to do this. No. Evie had the classic kind of alt queen underdog edit. Yeah. Um, but you're right. That doesn't justify it, it at all. It doesn't justify no. it at all. They know that a a they know that black queens are treated way more harshly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than the fan base. They know that. Yeah. And they they were. I mean, season after season, they kept doing it. Just the season before, look at what happened to the vixen. Ugh. And in retrospect, the vixen was right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the vixen has. I don't think she was ever wrong. No, Vix, vixen. Uh, I. She. I, I think don't she, judge I think her she, for the way her message was conveyed because I. That that's the product of her experiences. Her, her message was so so important, but sometimes it got a little bit lost in the delivery. But I'm not here to judge her for that because that's because of her experiences. She's had to fight all of her life. Yeah, I mean, very much like Blossom. <laughs> okay. Very much yes. like Blossom. Like Blossom, yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> like Blossom. Sorry. So here we are. The top two. America. It's America versus America. It USA really versus the USA. Wouldn't have predicted this at the very beginning. I kind of I What saw, did you predict? Talk to me. Who Ooh, did, roll the tapes? I'd have to I'd have to double check. I may be contradicting myself now, but I, I think I, I saw, thought Anita Wiglet. I thought Anita did. Wiglet was gonna make it to the finale. We saw and Vicky maybe up win. there. We saw Vicky as a wild card. I think I said something like some some sort of combination of Victoria, uh, Isis, Isis, um, Silky and Raja, and maybe Anita. My question is: with all the queens back today, and it's so good to see everyone in the room. If there were, if this lip sync, La La, La Perusa, whatever, if mm-hmm. this lip sync SmackDown included everyone, mm-hmm. who would the winner be? Ooh. Or who would it, who would the top two be? Well, I I do think Isis is a very dynamic lip sync performer. I've always enjoyed her lip sync, so she'd be up there. Uh, Kendall's great. Stephanie kind of went out in her only lip sync. Anita wouldn't stand much of a chance, I don't think. Um, I think Kendall Jinder would have been in the top. I think Kendall would do fab. Yeah, Vanity Milan maybe Vanity, would have won. Vanity would be. <laughs> let's be honest. If she poor girl, if she'd not gotten the previous one, episode, she'd be such a good more, chance. One more week and Vanity could have won. Poor Vanity. They're having yeah. now. They're having a laugh now. Vanity's sitting there, go like, read it now. <laughs> now you wanna have a you know do something that I'm paid for just speaking I'm of the trained li- for the little untucked segment as well I loved Vanity graciously paying tribute to her um her SRV sisters and I really loved Kendall's dramatic I got something to say moment Kendall's so much fun I wish we'd seen so much more of her this season yeah I mean I mean, I've said it. I, I just feel like she went too early. Definitely dead. I did. I did want to see more of her. I wouldn't be angry if she came back for another global all stars. Kendall yeah. Jenner for global all stars. I would. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad at it. But uh, here we are. The top two. It's between a silky nutmeg and Raja Hair. The song is River Deep Mountain High, which I'm loving. We've never heard this on Drag Race before that I can think of, and it's an iconic song with so much like potential for performance. Uh, just amazingness. I'm going to say this sh- straight off the bat. They both have reveals. Oh, Raja definitely does because she looks like a big tall cloud. Yeah. Um, Silky, I can only see the top bit of Silky. There's um, a zip. Girl, there's a zip. Right there in the front. That's the corset though. Oh. Um, I, She's standing there with her finger and I love it. This finger thing. Question? Tell me how you yeah. feel about me. Silky, keep doing that forever. Yeah. Now, okay, if I'm going to put money on one of these girls winning... River Deep Mountain High. My money goes on Raja. Yeah, mine too. Raja, um, and I guess I'm basing it on the the James Brown lip sync from season 11. She's got like some sort of connection with like a certain like rhythm and blues rock and roll vibe, which this song is all about. And I can just see her performing this beautifully. Yeah, but we, could, we you can never, ever discount Silky. Oh, don't count out the ganache. You can. The Reverend okay. Doctor. So in typical fashion, everyone... We're going to watch it live. Oh. Yeah. So pretend you're here in our studio, mm-hmm. 20 floors pretend, above. Pretend it's Roscoe's. Yeah. 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 We're 20 floors uh, above England. <laughs> I am England. actually drinking a glass of Prosecco. And it's, it's, bef- it's before 9 a.m. <laughs> it's time to be honest. It's, it's, it's closer to 8 o'clock than it is 9. It is. It is. And it's um, my, my, I've topped it up. <laughs> 
It's Christmas Eve, I'm allowed. Oh, that might be a reveal, actually. That is a reveal, sorry, you are right. <laughs> oh, look at Raja in this tall She looks so confident. Creation. I love the kind of, they're both monochromatic as well. And don't fuck. Brooklyn's doing the finger. <laughs> oh, come on, girls. Oh, by Celine Dion. Oh. Never heard this version. I have. I'm already drawn to Raj's facial expressions. She's so serving Tina. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm Silky's giving. A face. Yes. And so he's doing dynamism and movement, but I'm drawn to Raj's facial expression. She's like Diana Ross with a giant duster on, isn't she, Raja? I think Silky's killing it. I'm actually drawn to Raja, but they're both doing. A, they're giving it their everything. I'm loving it. Baby, baby, baby. Take that duster off, Raja. I want to see what's underneath. Oops. Oh, 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 Silky Ponder shed reveal. the overskirt. Ponder. Yes, Silky. That's so Tina. Yes. Go for it. That's Go for it, one. Silky. Oh, Raja's moving now. She's taking off the duster. Oh, they're interacting. This is so cute. Okay, yeah. Um, she's coming alive. Um, Raja's coming alive now. Raja is yes, selling the Tina element now. Yeah, absolutely. Because now you can I'm see the, the legs. Of, I'm getting the yes, hands. Yes, exactly. You can see the length yeah. of her limbs now. It makes more sense. Yeah. Oh, she's selling the Tina. Oh, she's going for it. Woo! This is waking me up. I'm really, really enjoying this lip sync. Oh, Silky Shed, yet another layer. She's in a bodysuit. Oh, these girls are going for it. Shall we go for it? She's doing the Tina Turner soulful part of Beret, Raja. Oh, they're going for it. I love you, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Okay. You must decide. You must decide. Who's won? My money's on Raja. Okay. Um, let me think, Tom. Let me think. You must decide. You must decide. Even though we made her up, we must decide. Um, that project is really kicked in, isn't it, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> it's on an empty stomach. <laughs> Bloody hell. Girl. I'm sure the neighbours are like, what is going on? Tina Turner at this time of the I was morning? trying to get you in the mood earlier by putting Beyonce on at like 6am. I well. know. I was like, Tom, it's really early. Why are you playing Beyonce so <laughs> You'll break my soul. It's Christmas Eve, you know. Christmas Eve, everyone's like, okay, at least put on a Disney's child. Oh my God, speaking of neighbours, I made the most grievous faux pas, everyone. <gasps> oh um, God. I, we've got really, really lovely neighbours and we're more familiar with the wife. Um, and I put the husband's wrong name on the card. <laughs> his, his name's Robin and I put Phil on the card. And it's, it's not even the same. <laughs> <laughs> Robin and Phil are in the same ballpark name-wise. They're such a lovely family and I feel mortified. You're so confident. You're like, you're like Polo. The name's Phil. I'm, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you didn't help. No, but if you had said Robin, I would be like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, but I didn't say I didn't Tom. even, I, I gave you no indication that I was even, I was the like. irony being, there's a Robin on the card. <sighs> so I should have had the prompt. So back to this. <laughs> We've seen the lip sync. You sung along to it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, don't know why. Um, I think people will enjoy that, so. I think the winner is Raja. My money's on Raja just because she... Silky did fantastically. 
this is such a good lip sync and I enjoyed it so, so much. But for me, Raja sold Tina. Yeah. And I knew she would. I told you she would. They both did well, but Raja came out mm-hmm. and performed her. I'm going to say um, Silky was actually a little hindered by her reveals, whereas Raja burst forth after her reveal. I thought that was really good after, yeah, after the reveal, there was mm. nothing holding her back. You know what I mean? They're both so good, though, and I love their interactions. Look, they're both awesome. They're both amazing. The winner is Raja. I, shall we just keep playing and let them ponder, reveal, ponder, reveal? Yeah. Okay. Everyone here. Uh-oh. Okay. Here we go. Whoever wins tonight, congratulations. Whoever does not win tonight, you're still a motherfucking superstar. Come on, Silky, Tally Tubby, realness. We have reached our final decision. <laughs> the winner of Canada's Drag Race, Canada versus the World, <laughs> and the queen of the mother pucking world is. Silky's such an amazing runner-up, but I'm so happy for Raja. I just can't be... Yeah, this is so, so lovely. Like, I was sad to see Victoria fall by the wayside, but I'm so happy for Raja. Okay. Raja, no, no wind. No wins, Raja. Oh uh, well, she's in good company. Electrobionic. One is not good company, <laughs> girl. I think. Are you the type of? I I got lots of friends. Who, <laughs> John? I've got lots of friends. Who, Electrobionic? <laughs> <laughs> she's in a crowd full of company here with with work. What, what I would say in in God, we're so we're, sorry, guys. We are recovering from flu, hence this coughing and splitting. I hope it's not too awful in your ears, um, but. Um, what I will say is in in versus the world and all stars. I think if they've been in the top two, I kind of count it as a win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. If if you say so, I do. <laughs> um, I am not mad. I am. I'm happy. I'm happy for. Raja. She's got such a great journey. She's a winner. What? A, she's in the winners. She's a winner. Now. Oh my I, god. I'm really happy that Rajro. It feels good and fitting that Rajro Hara is a winner. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, absolutely. I'm happy about that. Um, Tom, that's mm. Canada versus the world. It's actually us for a couple of weeks now. There's nothing for us to report on until um, the debut of season 15, yeah. which is going to be early January. I think something like the 6th or 7th. Mm-hmm. Um, so all we can say really is thank you so much to everybody for listening this year. We adore you. Thank you for all your interactions with us, the reviews, everything. You guys are wonderful. Um, and we'll see uh, an amazing festive period and we'll see you in the new year. Yeah. I mean, we may do another podcast before then. Who knows? Keep on listening out. But thank you very <laughs> much for joining us this year. Yeah. We hope you have an amazing Christmas and amazing New Year's. Um, we'll be in Manchester for New Year's. So if you see mm. us, um, oh, say hi. buy us a drink. <laughs> well, that's it. Anybody who approaches... Buy us, yeah, drink. yeah. Drink first, <laughs> introductions after. No. Okay? No, we're joking. We're joking. <laughs> Everyone stay safe. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very Lots soon. Love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>